Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's devotional. We're working through the parables of Jesus, and today we're in Luke chapter 10. Uh, Today we're going to be studying the story of the Good Samaritan, the Good Samaritan. Now that's an expression, Good Samaritan, that we all know. A Good Samaritan is a person who stops and helps a stranger in need. Uh, But what is a Samaritan? Why is he good? Uh, Well, to answer that question, we're going to have to do a little bit of digging into ancient Israel's history. It's not going to take long. Stay with me. So ancient Israel was divided into two kingdoms, Israel in the north and Judah in the south. The people of Judah, also called the Jews, uh, had their capital in Jerusalem and they had the temple of God and they considered themselves to be uh, morally pure and upstanding and faithful to the ways of the Lord. They weren't always, but that's how they perceived themselves. The Israelites in the north Uh, their capital city was Samaria. And they tended to be a lot more idolatrous and wicked uh, than their brothers to the south. Uh, So much so, in fact, that God sent the nation of Assyria and completely wiped out Israel. They took the people captive, they scattered them all over the world, and the country itself ceased to exist, while Judah in the south remained. Now, over time, the few Israelites that lived in and around Samaria began to intermarry with the Gentile peoples who had moved into uh, to live in that part of the country and eventually became ethnically and culturally and even religiously distinct from the Jews in the south. And for centuries, this division only grew. The Jews and the Samaritans were isolated from one another by animosity, by hostility. A lot of racial and religious tension existed between these two people so that by the time Jesus comes along, Jews wouldn't even walk through Samaria. They believed the Samaritans were irredeemably evil, corrupt, impure. So very, very strong racial division between the Samaritans and the Jews. So when we open our Bibles to Luke chapter 10, uh, we have a story of this religious leader quizzing Jesus about what is the most important commandment. And so they talk about it back and forth and they settle on, love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord your God. Well, the man, the Bible says, wanted to justify himself, wanted to figure out what's the bare minimum I can do and still be okay. And so he asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? It's a good question. So Jesus tells this story, starting in verse 30. Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along. But when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, But he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along. And when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. 
The next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, Take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, The one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, Yes, now go and do the same. Okay. Jesus is talking to a crowd of Jewish people. Now remember, they hate the Samaritans. They despise them. They think there's nothing good about them. And yet, who does Jesus make the hero of the story? Not the priest, not the temple assistant, not these religious leaders who would have been well-respected by the Jewish audience. No, Jesus chooses to make the hero of his story a member of the ethnic group that everyone he's talking to hated. Hmm, what can we learn from this? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. God is not about racial and ethnic discrimination or separation. Jesus here is challenging their assumption and their belief that the Samaritans, because they're different than us, because they're not one of us, they can't be used by God. They don't have any value. And I think we need to be very careful living in a time of racial strife and political strife and even religious strife where we look out and we see in our society people who don't talk like us, they don't vote like us, they don't look like us, and we can be tempted to get very insular and very uh, focused on our own selves and our own needs and what makes us comfortable and what makes us feel like we're going in the right direction. And we cut off people that don't share those opinions or don't share those viewpoints. We isolate ourselves, even from our own brothers and sisters of faith, because of perceived differences. And I want to challenge us today that that kind of attitude has no place in the family of God. None. The most important distinction between two people is not their political party, is not their racial identity, is not where they were born or where they grew up. The most important distinction between people is, do they belong to Christ or not? That's it. And our mission as believers is to unite with everyone who shares our faith and to reach out in love with everyone who doesn't. Anything else is a tool of the enemy to bring division and separation into God's family, and he won't have it. And I love that Jesus makes the universally despised person the hero of his story. And I think that's important for us. Because remember, before we were saved, by God's standard, we were universally despised. We had nothing lovable about us, and yet God saw us, loved us, and pulled us in and made us a part of his family. You and I, very unlikely people for God to want to use to change the world, and yet here we are, doing great things for the kingdom, serving God, taking care of those around us, not because we earned it or deserved it, but because God loved us despite who we were. I want to encourage you today. Find someone who doesn't look like you, someone who doesn't agree with you, someone who's different than you. Be their friend. Love them. 
Go to lunch with them. Show the affection to them that Christ has showed to you. If they're your brother in Christ, your sister in Christ, make that bond strong. If they're not, demonstrate the love of Jesus in such a way that they might come to know him as well. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you loved us despite our difference from you. You saw that we were in desperate need for salvation, and you didn't care that we were rebels. You didn't care that we were apart from you. God, you bridged that gap and brought us close. Lord, I pray that you would help us to do the same, to show love and compassion to those who are different than we are. God, to make us your ambassadors and representatives in the earth by the way we treat those around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.